Welcome to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. My name is Rebecca Whitman, and I'm a success mentor. I believe there are seven pillars of success. Your spiritual life, your physical fitness, your emotional, romantic, mental, social, and finally, your financial life. When you get all seven areas in alignment, you are balanced, beautiful, and abundant. I learned this the hard way. I've always made money. Unfortunately, I spent so much time making money that I never had time for the rest of my life. So, despite not having financial worries, I was never happy. I wanted romance, but I didn't have time to date. I wanted to be in great shape, but I couldn't find a moment to go to the gym. I wanted a more spiritual life, but I didn't meditate. That also takes time. I wanted to read great books and fill my mind with deep thoughts, but I never made the time. I wanted a great social life, not just going to work-related events. Emotionally, I was a wreck because my life was totally out of balance. Today, I earn more money than I ever have in my life, and I work only part-time. I have the relationship of my dreams. I'm in the best physical shape of my life. I'm spiritually grounded. I feel fulfilled mentally, socially, and emotionally. My life is in perfect alignment. This podcast will help you discover where your life is out of balance. My mission is to support you in achieving work-life balance so that you can have more fun and freedom in life. On my show, you will get to learn from experts in all seven areas of abundance. My guests have achieved tremendous success in their zone of genius. Are you ready to go to a level 10 in all seven areas of life? You got this. Welcome, Renee Noor, to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant show. We're so excited to have you on the show today. Well, I'm so excited to be here with you, Rebecca. So excited. I listened to you on Clubhouse, and I was in one of your beautiful rooms on Global Wealth Women Warrior. I mean, what a name, Global Wealth Women. Global Women Wealth Warriors. Global Women Wealth Warriors. And I was like, oh my God, I got to see what these women are up to because my avatar for one of my coaching programs is called Elegant Warriors. Mm. So it piqued my interest. And then when I jumped in your clubhouse room, I just heard your strength and your promoting of other women and how you were being so elegant and powerful and caring so much about your community. And I said, I have got to get to know Renee Nora. She is just so intriguing to me. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that, Rebecca. Truly, I do. You know, it's been a, an amazing journey, um, not only on the app, but also off the app in helping women to not only um, be empowered, but they say empowered women know how to empower women as well as men and children. So we've been in a, a, a sweet spot. I like to say that a very sweet spot. Yes. It is so sweet that women are finally, as they say, straightening each other's crowns rather than <laughs> tearing each other down. And I know we're about the same age. So when we were coming up, women were competing mm-hmm. for men's approval and attention. 
And women were in a scarcity mindset of there's not enough attention, love, money to go around. And then it shifted. And now women are lifting each other up and empowering each other. How did you make that shift? Or were you always a woman? And I'm going to introduce you in a second. So and then I'll tell my listeners a little bit more about you. You know, interesting that you say that because you're right. And as we said, you know, literally we help ladies return the crowns back where they belong. Mm. And amazing that we have been able to be a part of a journey that support women. I, I want to say I get this from my mother, being born and raised right there in New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, she truly was an empowered woman. Mom is no longer here with us today. However, she lives through me. And as you were saying about our age group and everything like that, literally I was born on the same day of my mom's birthday. So January 23rd is my my mother's birthday. I share it with her as well as I share with my aunt as well as my uncle. So we have four of us that's born on January 23rd. And just to watch my mother take a huge role where it relates to uh, being an empowered woman, supporting other women without the tension, without the negativity, and truly without the competition, grew up with a family of 15 brothers and sisters. Oh. So you already know that was amazing. And I used to always love to see them when they interact together. So I thank you for asking about that. Yes. So let me tell my audience a little bit about you. We can't go into your whole bio. We'd be <laughs> quite an accomplished woman. So Renee Noor is an international model, a talk show host, a beauty and fashion influencer, an entrepreneur, a humanitarian, and a founder of Global Women Wealth Warriors. She is also the founder of Women and Girls Financial Literacy and Health Wellness Resources. She has been recognized as one of the most influential women in Georgia. She has won multiple awards like Model of the Year, Women's Empowerment and Business and Leadership Award, and multiple awards for being of service to her community. So tell us your story, Renee. How did you go from modeling and pageants to being a wealth uh, empowerment coach, influencer, such a leader of women's groups being so much of service to your community. Tell us your journey. I'll be happy to do that. And my most recent award was Lifetime Achievement Award that I just received right in Fort Lauderdale. You know, um, congratulations. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, by the grace of God, I had a beautiful mother, as I already shared with you guys. I used to be known as Two Tall Jones, the ugly green giant. I used to be called so many names. The, I mean, just really ugly duckling as well on that list. And they always say, it's not what they call you, it's what you answer to. And because I had a, a supportive mother who always made sure no matter what, I couldn't understand why I was always taller than my sister's. I had these thick Coca-Cola glasses, you know, and just certain things. I was so awkward. I was always falling down. I have so many beauty marks all over my body, including this one right here on my forehead, which I don't mind showing. Um, However, I just realized I just had a different gift from others, right? And I was always grateful to know that I stood out. 
Uh, mom empowered each one of her, her children um, with having the ability to understand our strength. And I was that most rebellious one. I wound up going against the grain and uh, not only going against the grain at an early age, I even left from home um, to support my sister, though. I, I did do that, but I left from the state. And by me leaving from the state, I really started exploring more. But in the process of leaving from New Orleans, that's where I'm born and raised from. New Orleans, right? New Orleans. That's right. The Cajun girl, right? Cajun queen. Before leaving from there, I wound up losing 75 pounds because I was like one of those thick girls. Yeah, girl, you know, we have those Cajun sauces alongside with the French bread, pole as well as 75 pounds. What'd you say? <laughs> How in the heck did you lose 75 pounds? That's a great question. You know, how did I lose that? Literally, I wasn't even trying to lose it because when you're so used to seeing everybody with all of the extra assets, you just think you're supposed to have these assets as well. One of my friends, one of my male friends needed to, you know, redirect and rechannel some of his energy so therefore he could become a little bit more of a burning machine. You know, he was a little bit heavy. He was heavy. So I told him, I said, I'd be happy to help you. I would love to work out with you. And I would even cook. And lo and behold, we took that to a whole new life of transformation. Um, not only did he wound up losing almost 120 pounds, I lost the 70 pounds. And that was like right within about three to four months because we were working out we were running, we changed our diet. And my goodness, that helped to open up new doors for me. Never thought about modeling, guys. Absolutely never thought about modeling. That wasn't on the list. However, as I was walking across the street, someone found me and they asked me, you know, you need to get into a beauty pageant. I said, a beauty pageant, mind you, that was not even on the list, but I did enter into that beauty pageant. And from entering into the beauty pageant, that helped to open up other doors propelled me to uh, not only, uh, I uh, I guess, an area that was unknown, but I was willing to flirt with it. And not only flirt with it, I became it. So my journey from leaving from New Orleans carried me to Atlanta. And from going to Atlanta, it truly opened up even more doors. But I'll say this, Rebecca, I got into a really bad car accident. And in that car accident, in the process of me finding this new place and this new person, I literally had to put my life on pause for a while. I had to go into the still moment for eight months as I was excited about getting into this whole modeling world. I literally had to pull back and I pulled back after eight months. One of my girlfriends had asked me to go ahead and submit my pictures to a a publishing company out of Chicago. And I'm like, they're not going to want me because guys, at this moment, I had to go through what? Uh, self-confidence. I was like beating myself up. I wasn't able to go anywhere. I was stuck in the house for so long. So I had to start to rebuild my confidence again, you know? And in the process of me doing that, I submitted my pictures. Now, mind you, I definitely made sure I did not gain any more weight, no more weight. I was like, even though I was at home, I would still have a trash bag around me, girl. I still was working it out. I said, I refuse to get back larger. And it's true. So afterwards, I was able to submit my pictures and I became 
an international model out of Chicago with the Ebony Fashion Fair um, organization, the Johnson's Publishing Company. And that helped propel my career as not only working with them, I've worked with Oscar De La Rente. I was a house model alongside with Tadashi, as well as so many other brands. And I'm just very grateful for um, just always being with the instillment of my mother. You know, I can always hear her voice. Make sure you hold your shoulders back and your head up. And still tell today, that's what I share with everyone. Hold those shoulders back and your head up. And um, I'm grateful that I stayed grounded because truly my life has brought me around the world. You know, I've traveled to so many different states as a, as a model. I've also gone outside the country, worked with some of the most incredible individuals around the world. And I love making sure I can pay it back you know, with you of today, even my daughter. So that's a little bit about my story. That's, that's just such a great story. So who has been your biggest teacher or role model on your journey? Hmm. I mean, you mentioned your mom. We know your mom. mom. When I was working at one of my, I guess my second job out of school, I've always wanted to be like Oprah Winfrey. Opal Renfrey truly inspired me and just her voice and her tone. And it's interesting because during my heavier days, I used to wear those big tent dresses. And my brother, who was very mean, he said, you look like a house in one of those tent dresses. But I still felt fabulous wearing those tent dresses, you know, but definitely Opal Winfrey. What I love about Opal Winfrey is because of her demeanor and what she stood for when it came down to, you know, not only being a woman, having a voice, but also how she was able to impact other women. And I look up to her and I still do today. So it had to be Oprah Winfrey. That is actually one of the first rooms that I heard when you were studying Oprah Winfrey and commenting on some of her most famous quotes. And I know you're a huge fan, as am I. She's she's an amazing role model for women. So what does it mean to you? I know you've won a lot of awards, including uh, the most influential women in Georgia award. What does it mean to you to be influential? Oh, you know. What does it mean? And I'll say this, Rebecca, it's great when other people recognize you and they would like to award you, but I would do it without even any awards at all, because being a point in your life, understanding that it's not about you, it's truly about how you're impacting the lives of others have really resonated so much with my core as well as my DNA. And so being influential, what does that truly mean? It means that you stand for something. Um, Not only do you stand for something, you have a voice that can truly help to impact the lives of others. And not only that, but also understanding that it's not about an ego, not about an ego, but it's truly about being significant when it comes down to humanity and really being recognized just for that. So it's not about what one person do, but it's about what that person does and how it relates to transforming and impacting society. So that's what it means to me. And what do you want to be known for? Hmm. What am I known for? (laughs) Your legacy. My legacy. What is your legacy? I'm living my legacy every day. 
I'm living my legacy because as it stands right now, not only being able to impact and empower women, but also giving the ability to take and reshape and re, um, uh, reshape alongside with recreate new lives, helping women to find, find their voices and not only to find their voices, but to live their life boldly with confidence. And in addition to that, not only being comfortable in the skin that they're in, but understanding their value and their worth. And those are some of the things that I truly uphold. And not only am I upholding it for ladies, but also empowering our young leaders of tomorrow. You know, one of the greatest things with the Global Women Wealth Warriors, we've always been about empowering women. You know, empowered women know how to empower. And what we realized, Rebecca, you know, in the transition, especially during COVID, it was amazing how this app has brought us together, right? Clubhouse, it's been a true blessing. It has been, but it also has been, been able to help us to identify that men were in need more than the women. So not only were we able to bridge that gap with our women, uh, with the financial literacy and health and wellness, but we've also been able to bring the wholeness hub together to support our men. So that's where we are right now. And it's just been incredible to see how we've been able to impact and change lives globally. I love that you're about financial literacy because that's one of my areas that I love to empower women. I wrote a book on how to make a six-figure income working part-time with the women that you empower, what do you think is their biggest obstacle toward being financially independent? That's a great question. Oh my goodness. You know, I think it's about two things. One, it has to be fear because fear of thinking that they can even do it when they've been beaten up for so many times. You know, I, can, I have about 500 t-shirts to support that as well. You know, when you're in a relationship where it's a man or, you know, husband, wife, it doesn't matter, significant partner, the best way that you can really support a lady is just give her hopes, give her, show that you believe in her, be her biggest cheerleader, as opposed to tearing her down or telling her that she can't do something. And unfortunately, that's what has happened. So a lot of women, you have to truly reprogram the way they have been taught, the way they've been thinking about themselves. And it's a constant struggle in regarding to that re, um, reassessing as well as helping them to retrain the brain, retraining the brain, because of course they get so used to those habits and those habits of being taught that they were not good enough. Those habits of being taught that they would never equate to anything. I was that person as well. So being in the process of showing women their value, pouring more love into women, because most importantly, that's some things that they really just need to hear someone say, you know what? I believe in you. I see that you can do this. Giving them hopes, restoring that, that's something that's really important. And so with the outfit, with what we do with this global society, we've truly have been able to do that. We've traveled all over the globe, you know, including Africa you know, restoring families and pouring back into them, going to Dubai, restoring families and pouring right back into them. So we're not only an organization that talk the talk, but we can also walk the walk. 
What kind of events do you throw for women all around the world, Renee? Well, some of the events that include, you know, our last fifth annual Power to Soar Leadership Conference. You know, not only is it about programs to help women to either find funding opportunities, also fashion. Everything we do, you know, is going to be about fashion. It's a part of my DNA, and I just truly love that. But also fitness, helping them to truly get back into their you know, their, their bodies, you know, showing love, self-love and self-care is so essential. You know, we also have a book club every month. We are true readers in that space. And this week uh, we're actually reading, um, um, sorry about that. We're reading one of the greatest books by Mr. Mike Zella and it's about the genius is within. And with our organization, we've been able to read more than 14 plus books. And it's been a true, true blessing to be able to support women in their journeys of redefining themselves, but also reinventing themselves as well. How do you help women overcome their limiting beliefs? Because I know that you're pouring love into them and encouraging them that they can do it. But if they have an underlying limiting belief that, yeah, I know Renee believes in me, but that's, that's okay for Renee and I'll show up to the meetings, but I have this limiting belief that it's not going to happen for me. How do you help them to reprogram that limiting belief? You know, great question. Sometimes what happens is, is that repetition, the mm. action of constantly re in, um, reinforcing they have to have that belief from within, right? And in order for them to see themselves like what we can see, they have to first look in the mirror and constantly really appreciate and fall in love with themselves. A lot of ladies don't even love themselves. Mm-hmm. And probably a lot of men don't even love themselves either. That's why we don't know how to identify or we don't know how to show love. So what we do in the process, and that's why we do our challenges, You know, when we kicked off this year, Rebecca, we had the 90-day challenge. And that 90-day challenge was something that really put them to a test. The test is to see how much they're going to stay committed to themselves. You'd be surprised of how many people cannot stay on track when it comes down to a challenge. And that's because of their limiting beliefs in themselves, their lack of commitment to themselves. And most important is because they don't love themselves. They're so busy chasing after other things as opposed to chasing after themselves. So those are some of the things that we help them to identify. And we show them truly that we love and we care about their success. We truly show them that we are there for them as their accountability partners. And most importantly, we show them the importance about having a voice and letting that voice be heard. So those are some of the action steps that we take. And we do it daily, daily. You met um, us right there in the clubhouse, uh, you know, every day. Not only are you going to find me right there with Glenn Lundy every morning at 5 a.m. You know, we wake up at um, at 4.45 because if you wake up at 5 a.m., you're late. So we wake up every morning um, with the Breakfast with Champions, and then we go right into our 21-day challenge with our ladies, and each one of them are committed to working out. And that's just one of the phases that we're doing in this 21-day challenge. We've helped them to change their diet, you know, so therefore they can get back into loving their 
body, you know, um, as well as helping them with finding funds, you know, their finances. We have one of our credit sage that's right on point in helping them to rebuild credit. In addition to that, we help them to identify more assets in the um, in the world because we don't need any more liabilities. Trust and believe. We have enough of those. We back up enough of liabilities. But we help them to um, find more assets and have fun. My goodness, we got to have fun. So therefore, they can flourish. So those are some of the things that we're doing as well. So let's talk about your morning routine. <laughs> Wake up at 445. Tell us about your morning practice. Yeah. Well, I usually have the night before I go to bed, you know, my alarm goes off at about 8.30 p.m. But let me know it's about get ready to go to bed. And everyone knows by 9.30, I'm getting ready to turn the lights off because my body has to totally shut it down. It's so funny. You know, when I wake up, everybody's like, are you just going to bed? It's like, no, I'm just getting up. So it's like 3 a.m. And I'm up with, you know, even with um, some of the team that's in London. And what's so great, because we have women all around the world. I really want to be there. So therefore, I make sure I take the time to allocate my time where it's going to be beneficial for everyone around the, around the globe. So when I wake up, I always make sure I pray. I always have to have my water before I go to sleep and make sure I have my glass of water um, as I'm waking up. Meditation is really important. So before we jump out of bed, you know, truly give God his praises, so much gratitude. And that is something that I'm very thankful for. Um, of being able to um, have the, um, the morning ritual, thanks to Glenn Lundy as well. The morning vibe is what he calls it with our journal. And then we have another journal, thanks to Zoe Tillman, one of our GW3 warriors. Um, we are writing down step by step in regard to how we're going through this whole new 21-day challenge. So those are some of the things I take seriously. Everyone know I'm going to send them out a morning inspiration, a morning message, and they automatically know it's coming in between 3 o'clock and 5 a.m. And then from there, as I share with you, we're on the stage at 5 a.m. Right now, I've had my coffee already as well. And um, by 6 a.m., especially with this 21-day challenge, we are getting ready to rock and roll and work out for about a, an hour with, um, we have Jackie, Miss Jackie um, Underwood, that's right there out of Chicago, as well as Dr. Tanji, that's taken the lead in that space. And oh my goodness, it has been truly inspirational. From there, we go right into our prayer room at 8 a.m. We have that led by Yolanda. And this is right there on the app um, from our prayer room. It gives us time to break. And then at 12 in the afternoon, from 12 to 2, we're right back on the clubhouse. And we have different themes that support women from all around the world, as well as men. But one of the greatest things we do, we show up. We're consistent. We take action afterwards. And um, from that point onward, you know, of course, I have my relationship with my daughter. She's right a part of my journey. And I love to write. That's one of the greatest things I enjoy doing. So with these journals, it's helping me to continue on doing what I love doing, connecting with who I am being able to journal my step-by-step and then also reflecting upon things that we have accomplished and then also some of the things that we have to put on our to-do list. So those are just some of the steps that I do daily. So tell us a little bit more about the step-by-step journal. I'm intrigued Mm -hmm. by that because I 
I've been writing in the same journal format for 30 years. I call it my abundance journal and I'm a huge believer in journaling. What is the step-by-step journal about? Well, one of the things that we focus on, I am affirmations. I'm a huge believer of manifesting. And, you know, with a lot of the relationships as well as um, the um, accomplishments that we've been able to do, it's because of how I visualize things. I visualize, I have crystal clear vision when it comes down to that. And with it, I write it out. Like I said, make it plain, make it simple. But truly, I write out my steps. And Rebecca, when we first got on the app, you know, I've always give my praises to God. And I was like, you know, I was standing in my living room. I was like, I really wanted to do something that, you know, different. I'm like, I'm a born, I'm, a, I'm originally I'm born in January and I truly love to challenge myself. I'm a, I love challenges. And it's like, I need to give myself a new challenge. Even when I was working with corporate America, every three months, I was like, okay, give me something else. It's like, that's just kind of like how I'm, I'm, uh, I'm wired. And with manifesting over certain things, I realized I've always had this big, I was a big thinker from a very early age, very big thinker. And even when I look at things, it's like, what do you say you're going to do? I'm just going to do it. It sometimes scares me. It truly scares me. When we said we were going to go to Africa last year, I manifested going to Africa. I had no ticket in hand, had no destination. All I knew was I wanted to be in Africa. I needed to get my big toe in the soil of Africa. So in January, I kept saying it every day, every day. And everybody was like, no, golly, go to Africa already. I'm sure, you know, she keeps talking about Africa. And I would do interviews with individuals. And, you know, here came in, what, June. And lo and behold, that's when the opportunity, Miss Emma, she says, you know, we've been watching you and we'd like to provide you. I mean, you know, we'd like to present you with an award. I said, an award? Really? Oh, my God. She says, yeah. And my goodness, I'm, this is loosening loosen it up right now. Yeah. Um, You're getting excited so, talking about I'm this. I'm very excited. You know, so Zanzania, I'm sorry, Zanzibar, Tanzania was the first destination of me ever going to Africa. And it was just what I never expected. And I say it just like that because it was so beautiful. It was so incredible. Oh my goodness. Such rich soil. And the people that were there. So that was in December. Manifested it and became true. But what did I do? I journaled it out. I wrote it down. I visualize seeing myself in Africa. I visualize seeing myself there. And I became, that became a part of my reality. So you wrote, I am enjoying my beautiful African vacation. I, I am Africa is what I wrote down. I am I, Africa. I am going to Africa in December. I gave it a deadline too. By December, I will be in Africa. And I would say that over and over again, over and over again. And it wasn't until June, July, right at August, that's when everything started coming to fruition. And then I was asked to return back to Africa. So not only did I become a global speaker in Africa, I also became uh, an ambassador of Africa when I went back. And so God is like right in alignment with everything that I do. Before I do anything, I always have to go the spirit 
in order for me to be guided the right way. So, yes. That is wonderful. So you are all about fashion, beauty, branding. Tell us about your unique approach to fashion, beauty, branding. What is the Renee Noor brand? I don't know what that brand is. All I know is it's a wild statement. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, thanks to mom, she used to always be so fashionable, right? And literally, even the clubhouse picture that everyone knows me by with the red dress sitting on the chair holding my golf stick, right? That's like the signature picture. Even when I go into rooms without that picture, they don't even know who I am, right? (laughs) I am just this young lady that always looked for the wow factor. Yeah, the wow factor. factor. Yeah, the wow factor. And, you know, interesting, I love being that my favorite color, people think yellow is my favorite color. It's truly not my favorite color. My favorite color is Chanel pink and black. That's my favorite color. And I've got wrapped up in this yellow because of, of course, our color scheme with the Global Women Wealth Warriors is black, white, and yellow or black, white, and gold. So it just seemed as if it worked so well. But ironically, Rebecca, as we're looking around, it's like everybody looks great in yellow. So that's why one of the colors we truly adopted. Um, adopted. But one of the things I always say with your brand, you know, as Oprah said, I didn't even know I was a brand, right? When you are a person that stands 6'4 on your extraordinary days, because usually I'm in my heels, I always like to say you, it's important for you to be seen without saying a word. Now, I could come in with all black and I could just walk in, but it's like the aura. Your aura must speak before you say anything. And I'm grateful to say that God has blessed me because you, it's like, you know, being able to just embody and embrace women from all different nationalities is truly it's a gift and how I share with ladies make sure you allow people to know your first and your last name when you introduce yourself let them know who you are make yourself unforgettable unforgettable but do it with grace do it with style, do it with integrity as well as love. And so those are some of the principles that we live by. Those are some of the principles that we build the foundation of this global society on. And I love what you said, you know, where it relates to competition. The only competition I share with the ladies to be competition with yourself. Yeah. Only yourself. Look for ways to Keep empowering women. Now, don't get me wrong, Rebecca. Sometimes you have women that's just going to be who they are. And you you know what Maya Angelou says, what? Believe them the first time when they show you who they are. But keep on loving them. Because they don't know what they don't know. And you just keep your style and grace. And keep your crown up high where it belongs. I love that. So just to finish up this interview, which has been so amazing, 
If there's a woman out there listening, maybe she's in a toxic relationship, a dead end job. She sees someone like you, a woman in her power. Were you ever that woman who didn't see her power? Oh, yeah. And how did you make your transition to feeling from disempowerment to empowerment? What would you tell that woman out there that's feeling stuck? You're not alone. You are not alone. You know, that's a part of our journey as women. We had to go through that moment and just know that you have sisters here that can help you along the way. I truly was in a point of my life, Rebecca, where I was at probably one of my frailest moments. I was so insecure. I lost so much weight, had no idea. Even my daughter said, mom, why don't you just be? And I didn't know how bad I was. I truly didn't know how bad it was. And when I look back, I'm like, wow. How could I let myself get that low? So I say to anyone that's out there, any woman that's out there, you're not alone, but you don't have to do it alone anymore. You don't have to sit there and just endure the pain. Get out. Feel free to reach out to us. You know, we love to put our long arms around you to provide you with support, to welcome you to a community that truly cares. You do not have to do it alone anymore. That's so beautiful. So how do people find the Global Wealth Women's Club? <laughs> yes. But in several ways, feel free. Um, you can either, either go to our website at the Global Women Wealth Warriors, and that's globalwomenandwealthwarriors.com, gw3globalclub.com, or even Renee Noor, my first name is spelled R-E-N-E-E-K-N-O-R-R.com. On there, you'll be able to connect with us. You know, we're on social media, on the Global Women Wealth Warriors, on Instagram, Facebook, as well as on um, YouTube. But most importantly, Renee Noor, you can Google me, and I'm sure you'll be able to connect with me on an email or whatever the case may be. We would love to hear from you. And would love you all to definitely be a part of this movement because that's what it is it's a a movement it is and I'm so excited that I found you online Renee you are just so much fun to talk to and so empowering and I look forward to being in more of your clubhouse rooms and getting more involved in your organization absolutely and we love having fun too don't forget that because we truly don't do our self-love days Uh, we take the girls out for pampering some of the young girls have never been pampered before so we do have a mentee and a mentor program and i love you know seeing how they have grown over the past five years since we've been around and it's just a true blessing it really is Awesome. Well, thanks so much for listening to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant show. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, take a screenshot, tag me and Renee. We'll reshare you in our stories and give you a shout out. Go ahead and give us a five-star review. Subscribe and share this with a friend. We are all about empowering you to go from burned out, overwhelmed, and tired to balance, beautiful, and abundant. This has been another wonderful episode of the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant show. 
I'm your host, Rebecca Whitman. And until I see you again, keep your vibe high and your hands clean. Bye. Bye. Who says you can't have it all? I'm proof that you can. You just have to put your life into balance. Too much of anything, money, fitness, socializing can overtake your life. When all seven aspects of your life work in harmony, you will achieve the balanced, beautiful, and abundant life you've always dreamed of. Please subscribe to hear more inspiring interviews. Is there someone you know who could benefit from this podcast? Please share this podcast with them. Please review this podcast. Your feedback will help me target your needs and plan for upcoming shows that answer your questions and feature guest speakers that can make a big difference in your life. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Rebecca E. Whitman. Feel free to DM me to book a free balance assessment call. And don't forget, stay balanced, beautiful, and abundant. Like it's cold and